is up. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the kingdom. My name is Drums, and as per usual, I am joined by the brothers behind King Golf, Regan and Jordan Headley. As we usually do, we're heading up north, see where Reg is. Where are you, man? Are you at home? Are you in a basement? It's getting dark in there. Held How do you hold up? I am uh, at mom and dad's. Um, I'm actually in the computer room. Uh, I couldn't find any lights that weren't behind me that would throw you guys off, so shit could get a little dark here by the end of the episode uh, once the sun goes down. Uh, it's currently sleeting outside, snowing slash raining, making a real shit show out there. Um, not good. We might not golf till June. Uh, this is Ugh. sad. But uh, what do you do? Just uh, try to fight through it. It seems to be uh, melting pretty good here, but I don't know. We're supposed to get another shot of it, so. It melted here, but it's snowing again now. I shouldn't say it melted because there's still a ton of snow here. Like, did you guys, like, was your yard grass before this last shot? pretty much. Yeah. I don't have a yard right now, but yeah. (laughs) Jor, what's going on, buddy? Top of the evening to you, my friends, my family, my loved ones. (laughs) (laughs) It is uh, 420. Of course, on the calendar, we want to celebrate uh, today. So uh, there's a couple people maybe in this in this chat room who uh, are celebrating tonight, but we don't need to get into that right now. I will take this opportunity to to welcome 420 into uh the show uh with a little clip from uh <laughs> from uh Vic Hovland here just hang on one second if I can figure out how to do it oh we're gonna go into the matrix here hang on yeah there she is well this is so good <laughs> <laughs> Like, do you think he's actually ripped? <laughs> it definitely seems like it. I can't hear the sound from that, but you can't. No, but it's all good. It all you need is the visual. Vic Hovland eyes pretty much. I don't know. What would you call it? Paper thin. Yeah. <laughs> and laughing. That guy's unreal. <laughs> Was that on there for you guys or no? Yeah. Yeah, it worked. It was on there with no sound. What? Yeah. It's all good. For the for the people listening on the podcast, it was a, a video of Victor Hovland looking high as hell in an interview. Uh, I'm sure everybody's seen it. It's so funny. 420 Vic Hovland. Could you guys you guys couldn't hear it? Could you hear it last week when we were live? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wonder why. It's all good. Drums, okay. what's up with you? Drums, you there? What? What's going on? Sorry, I spaced out for a sec. <laughs> uh, not, not much over here, man. Um, very disappointed in the snow and the progress of the storm of the century last weekend, but 
Um, long weekend. Got to experience taking Luca for swimming lessons on Monday, being off with the holidays. So that was, uh, it was fun. There was a lot of screaming, but uh, we survived it. And he's, he's getting the hang of it a bit here. Did you let the chest flow it again? Oh, yeah. Nice. Do you know how to swim drums? Not well. When, like, what was the last, what were they, like, colors back in our I, day? Mine were numbers, but. I think I was numbers too. I thought I it, like did it start with colors? Maybe I can't remember now. But I yeah, just... that would make sense. That's why I wasn't actually only at level four. Like there was colors before, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I Hopefully. think I was just number four. I don't even know what I got to. I think eight. What's the highest? Like twelve? I have no idea actually. Hmm. Like, what's your guys' best swim? Like, if, if you were stuck out in the ocean, what? How are you getting to shore? Doggy paddle. Front stroke, backstroke, combo. Front crawl. Front crawl all day. Butterfly? No, front crawl. Is front crawl the same as front stroke? It's just swimming to me. Okay. <laughs> you'd, have right? to slip on, you'd have to slip on your back, though, for a while. just to... No, I can't do that. I can't do it either. It, I really? can't see. Yeah, you can't see where you're going. Yeah, it drives yeah. me crazy. <laughs> I can't float either. I try what all would the time you run into? Float. You're in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, but, yeah, but I'd, rather see Salt the, Lake. I'd rather see the shark that's going to eat me. At Salt Lake, just outside of uh, Strath, there was there's lots to run into when we did our lessons, so that's why I'm probably uh, traumatized from that. Do you know what – if you were actually swimming at sea, do you know where a shark would actually appear from? Probably the water, not the sky, so I don't know what you're talking about, drums. Okay, but – <laughs> You can't see if you're swimming towards one if you're doing the backstroke. Yeah, I guess. But you don't really run into a shark. You could. Like, he's, he's not just going to be sitting in the water with his mouth open. At times. Yeah, do you not watch cartoons? <laughs> you never Actually, a cartoon before, bro? Surf's yeah. Up is uh, one of the greatest movies of all time. It's my favorite <laughs> personal. It is. It's my, it's my favorite uh, cartoon movie, Surf's Up. Really? Yep. Like over Space Jam? Oh yeah. Huh. I don't know. I don't even know if you'd call Space Jam a cartoon. No, because like Michael has, Jordan's real. Yeah, he, they have real humans Is he? in it. <laughs> <laughs> Is he? Okay, we got a ton of housekeeping to do here, then we're gonna get that's gonna, to uh... that's gonna be the title of tonight's show. Is Michael Jordan real? <laughs> Is he? Um anyway. So we're gonna do uh some housekeeping over-unders, and uh, <laughs> then get into our segments later on. Okay. So uh, we had a contest last week. Uh, well, first off, we, we picked players. Drums picked uh, Shane Lowry, finished tied third. I picked Corey Connors, tied 12th. Uh, Jor, Jor picked Seamus. Uh, <laughs> he finished with a DNP. He did not participate. Uh, and Chez... Derek Chez picked uh, HV3, and he finished tied third as well. So there were some really good picks last week. Jor, if you if you would have made one, you probably would have picked somebody up there, but you didn't. Um, I stand you, by my pick. Do you want to do the uh, the Morgan Hoffman contest now or at the end of housekeeping? Uh, I'm still letting it kind of uh... marinate. Okay, so we'll get into some more here. Um, John Daly Sr. and Jr. became – Hell Yeah. Hooter. <laughs> Hooters first signing. 
to uh, NIL. I think that means name, image, location. Is that what it is? Anyways, it was their first one. Nice. Uh, hilarious, man. The, I mean, it makes sense, like total sense, but it's just hilarious that that's John Daly Jr. sponsors Hooters. Like, that's phenomenal. Can't that one's one of the, like the, the greatest things to ever happen to golf. Like, John Daly, his son on the way. They're sponsored by Hooters. Has Hooters ever sponsored a golfer before? No chance. He's in like school. How, and he's in how school. Good they're sponsoring him. Yeah, he's like a freshman, isn't he? So he's yeah nineteen. Unbelievable. How about this Everybody. quote? I I've seen my father's great relationship with Hooters over the years, and I'm proud to continue my family's association with the iconic brand. Like, how many times did he get dragged uh, to a Hooters in his life? Get this. Get this. Toronto Sun headline. Ball doesn't fall far from the tee. John Daly's son ink deal with Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> was Daly, like, sponsored by them before? He was somehow, like, associated, but I don't yeah, know if he's, he's an actual sp- sponsor. He does, like, signings at Hooters all the time, and, like, he's just he's tied into Hooters. That's amazing. Um, it kind of reminds me of like Happy Gilmore being sponsored by Subway, like that kind of a uh, mm-hmm. just bush, just a bush league like sponsorship, like you know. Yeah. yeah, it's not it's not Cadillac or Mercedes or yeah. anything like that. I got who, but like amazing too. Yeah, yeah. unreal. Uh, we got uh, an announcement for the match this year. Obviously, Tiger and Phil aren't playing. Uh, it's going to be Brady and Rogers versus uh, Al. Allen and Mahomes. Uh, you guys Who's know who I'm cheering for. Jo- Who's Josh, Allen? Allen. Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Come on. I don't watch football. The best quarterback in the league. But anyways. You're um, cheering for that team? Oh, 100%. Oh, I'd be Brady and Rodgers all day. Those are my two favorite Well, bros. we'll slap some cash down. Oh, well, we'll be slapping Ooh. cash. Ooh. I'm taking my boys. Actually, <laughs> I think they're shittier golfers, but whatever. We'll be slapping uh, the base. Shotguns too. So that's that. Um, that's that. So Kings are in game three right now. They're up two nothing in the semifinals for the MJ. Tracking along on my phone. They were down three one. They've come back and tied at three three. So that's Uncle Doug out there in Winkler. Uh, Cockrell after having a break at home. I think he had a uh, stag. I think he's had a lot of stuff going on the last month. Uh, he had a stag down in Arizona, actually. He's back. His own? No, not his own. I don't think it might have been his own, actually. I don't know. Oh, it was with a bunch of his golf buddies, anyways, like the Vandals, like where he played college. Um, he's back at the ISPS Handa Championship in Spain. Be nice to be in Spain right now playing golf, eh? Panda Championship? Handa. Panda. Panda. Handa, Handa, Handa. Panda, 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 panda. That's on the big tour. That's on the big tour. So good for him. He's playing a lot of those events. Start of the year, we didn't know how many he'd get. Um, Spieth, victorious again over the weekend over Cantley. Jordy, what do you guys think of that? I didn't. Don't have much to see this happening after how Augusta turned out. Like he had a rough, rough go. And then to win the next week is pretty. It's impressive to kind of get your shit back together after that. Like, Jory, you don't like him, hey? 
No, I wouldn't say I like him. I don't dislike him really either, but I don't know. He's just never really done it for me. I don't know. I don't know why. There's a lot of hype over him. Yeah, I think that's and, that was uh, the issue. I don't know. He just never really came to to uh, what do you? Fruition. I guess they talked about coming. So I don't know. That's not really why I don't like him. I, I just never really got too uh, involved in him. So block him. But you don't think that he kind of like lived up to like what was the like what was the ceiling? I guess like that they were hyping him up. Like he's right. he's almost got the career all career majors. Right. He just needs. Augusta, isn't it? No, he's won Augusta twice, I think. Right. But, like, he's had a pretty damn good career. He's had some, like, really weird seasons, too, though, where he's also fallen off the face of the... Yeah, he has. Like, last couple years? Two, three years ago, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just hate when guys come up like that and they start comparing him to Tiger. Yeah, but that's not him. I know. That's the media. And watching him on the course... He's wildly entertaining. He talks after he shots so? like Tiger. Yeah, I can oh, I, 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 I so agree. Funny. I can yeah, agree. I think so too. Like the shit that he says after he hits a bad shot is like so funny, man. And he, he's like, I, I saw this thing from Rappaport again, of course. The guy doesn't miss. Uh, he was just talking about how when Rap or when Spieth was growing up in Texas, like his buddies say, like, he just made like 60 foot putts all the time and like hold out more than they've seen anybody hold out, like from off the green. Like he just has that flair to his game i don't know so it, it's like if he's on like he's got a really good chance of winning but when he's off he is terrible right? seems like he's more dependent on his putter than anybody else in golf right and lots of people said that's lucky but i'm, I'm not convinced it's lucky man like it well it I, is there's there's a lot of luck that go into making a 60 foot putt like you could be the best putter in the world true. and i mean like what are your odds i mean it, to, to put it within two feet of the hole like a two foot diameter that would that would be skill in my mind right right well for yeah. the guys who hit 50 pots and then versus another guy i think that that's where you'd actually gauge how good of a putter is but to hit it 60 feet and to go in the hole like there's there's some luck involved there right yeah i think because yeah. there's a lot of shit between your ball your club and the hole 60 feet of bullshit so i mean <laughs> i shouldn't say bullshit but like <laughs> l- l- less so on tour than here you know, like if we're hitting 60 foot pots, there's usually a crater in between. There's right. usually some sand on the green, you know, so. Right. But those greens are pure. And yeah. Yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying is what makes it not lucky is because the frequency at which it happens. Right. Right. Yeah. Like and if so you hit a good enough putt, if you hit a good enough putt from yeah. 60 feet enough times, some of them are going to go in and lots go in yeah. for him. So more than anybody else. So, right. Yeah. So. It's anyways, I, I think he's unreal. Um unreal for the game, I would say. He's kind of been I don't know, the guards have kind of changed. It's crazy to think him and Thomas are kind of on that out, but they're still very relevant. I, there's just so many good golfers right now, but it's they keep saying the passing of the guards like Morikawa, Hovland, all those guys, but like Spieth is still young, like he's still got a long career ahead of him. But they, how old is he? He's not even thirty yet, is he? No, I don't think no, so. Uh, Twenty eight, maybe? I would say 28. I'd put him in that. And, like, um, you see him in interviews and stuff now. Like, he's, he's done some podcasts and, uh, like, YouTube videos and stuff. I think he did, like, a one of those Barstool Sunday conversations. Right. Where, yeah, like, with, you're, getting yeah, a, yeah. you're getting a bit more of his actual personality 
cracking through too and he he does seem like a beauty just like everybody else but he has kind of that stone front to him too that maybe a lot of people don't like too yep um he's he's won all the majors except the pga championship so he's won all the majors um <laughs> do you want the players yeah i want to say yes i'd say yeah continue on i'll find we're, out here. we're going off a lot of uh predictions or guesses here so let's tighten things up here what else we got reggie uh you know this is random as hell but uh i saw a tweet from uh the golf german kenosi there yeah i was gonna talk about that too actually so kind of my and you could take it how you want it i love kenosi i i love everything about it i love the town but do you think that Kenosi's drums, drums is just munching over there? Do you, do you think that um, do you think Kenosi would be in the same uh, same sentence as Southgate in terms of just the overall quality of everything there? Where Bar? they're not changing what's working. It's all just old shit that like the hotel, the cabins, the the stores in town, the Moosehead, the Moosehead, like it's all just like, imagine how sick it would have been in 1980, but it's not there, but they've never done anything. Yeah. And people still keep going back year after year, like Southgate. I mean, that place is shithole, but it's like <laughs> packed every weekend. Like it's unreal. But like, don't you think Kenosi kind of has that feel to it? Like it's just never left 1980. Oh yeah. Big time. Actually, I, I, actually some really nice houses there though, that had to right. have been, yeah. between then and now so i'm not really sure what happened with all that because like between the campground and the moosehead like there's a ton of really nice houses or cabins right along the lake there so that would have had to have been developed after everything else like yeah. years later right because the moosehead yeah. had to have been what 50 60 70 years old at i least. would say it looks like the 70s yeah it's but do you think it was a bar and... yeah like was it a bar the entire time or did it morph into that I would like to have somebody on. Oh, you said Kenosi the Moosehead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I thought you meant the Kenosi, and I would say it would be like 1970, but Moosehead probably would have been like, I don't know, it's, it's gone anyway, so. Yeah, burnt down. Yeah. But the Moosehead, like, was haunted. Like, there was a bunch of stories of people mm -hmm. saying that it was haunted. Uh, oh, really? I'd like to get some info on there. Maybe we'll try to find somebody from Kenosi to give us some firsthand information of the Moosehead. was, uh, it was cool. It was, it was re like, really old, eh? Like, that was... Uh, it's funny, I mean, man. I was there in like. Should uh, do that for overrated or underrated, but I was there in like July, and it burnt down like two weeks later. I think it was July or August, whatever it was. But yeah, it What's burnt down other? like uh, Barbar. Barbar. Barbar is going to be the greatest name of all time. Oh, drums. Was that drums froze? I didn't see it. Tron's home right now. I said. Oh, Tron's home. And he's going gotcha. nuts, walking around the house, but. I think the cats must have been upstairs, so he's yelling. But we, I just wanted to also. Are you done with that Rigo Canosi stuff? Yeah, I, it, and uh, anybody listening from that area, like it's not a knock on anything. Like that course might be top three of my of my course I've ever played, and uh, I've never had a bad time in Canosi. But I just think it might be time for an upgrade on some of the stuff. Well, I mean, they got the first step: burn it down, True. get the insurance. Get. Uh, it's called insurance. You heard it's called insurance, John. Have you heard of insurance? <laughs> um, 
Speaking of straight out of the 60s, 70s, that water park there. Oh, my God. That's like the... That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, we camped there a lot growing up. And I remember as a kid that, like, deteriorating around me. I can like, imagine 20, 25 years later, it's still a piece of shit. Those cabins we stayed at, man, they were like, it was plus awful. 30 that day. I thought I was going to start on fire up on the top bunk. Like, I actually thought I was going to catch fire. It Just said, no uh, yeah, I, it was, it's kind of crazy, actually, now that you say that, Rigo. The the hotel itself has to be a little bit newer, hey? A little oh, bit. well, yeah, I would say like 1970 still. Okay, because that, that takes me to my point that I was going to raise here is like, Kenosi golf course itself is one of the best courses in this area without it, without a doubt. Without a doubt. It's like an hour and a half from Brandon only, maybe a little bit further. But like that course is primo, primo, primo. <laughs> when? When that course is Wayne Primo. <laughs> <laughs> or what's his brother's name? Keith. Keith, Keith I said. Keith, Wayne, and uh, son, Caden. But that course, yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. Like, it does not get nearly enough credit. I think it's just kind of in the middle of nowhere almost, in a sense. Like, there's no real towns in Saskatchewan that are real close to it. Uh, like, bigger centers, I guess. Um, but, like, it's not far from Brandon at all. And I don't know. It's just such a cool course. It's fun. It's always in mint shape. And Kenosi as a whole, like you said, is, like, just such a cool place to be. But I'm wondering if it's like if they actually invested some money into it and like you know started putting some new cabins up because those cabins had to have been ten thousand bucks a piece in 1970. Like those things have paid for themselves forty times over. Okay. And it's it's hard to you know put money back into something that's just a money like a, a cash cow, right? Yeah. It's hard. It's hard unless it burns down or unless something happens like. Nobody's in a real rush, but I just think that if if they actually invested into Kenosi, I think that it could be like a real destination to go to. But I also think that for the most, like it kind of is like they got a big campground that's really tough to get into. The hotels are always sold out and the cabins are always sold out. So it's kind of like, it's like Southgate. Why would you change what's working? But like, exactly. I, I don't know. And I, there's just no, there's no motivation. And, you know, unless people kind of really stop going there and they're like, we need to revive this right now. I just I can't see them. I think it's pretty busy all the time, honestly. Like, there's a lot of cabins across. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I have no idea how we started on Kenosi. What did... I brought it up. Yeah, I but just, why? Just, I, I saw a tweet about <laughs> it and I saw the building and I just thought that it's exactly like Southgate. Oh, <laughs> the moose the moose mountain classic yeah that's uh ben brown's tournament he's a beauty he's yeah. uh i think he took over the pro shop this year if i'm not mistaken holy that's so we'll have deal. to get out there for sure for at least around and and uh see what happens check out the the water park oh there's some funny stuff that happened that day but anyways oh, we'll yeah. save that for a later day what else you got rigo uh that's uh that's it except for uh, Morgan Hoffman, but whenever you're ready for that, I'm ready. Did you guys? Did you? Uh, did you guys see that video of Marshawn Lynch? Oh my God, ripping shitters on the Zamboni with Macklemore. Yeah. So those guys own the Kraken. Just own part of the Kraken. Partial owners. Yeah. 
That guy's How an absolute that video? He's amazing. He Did is you amazing. See it, George? No, I haven't. Oh my god, but he's Marshawn driving Lynch is one of my favorite guys in the world. Easily. He's driving a Zamboni at the practice rink and he just starts ripping shitters like hard. <laughs> like just sliding all over the ice. It was wild. Have have you ever seen the video where he's on like a, a golf cart at one of the games and he's got like his hand on with him and he's just ripping shitters in it too, just <laughs> waving to the crowd? Guy's wild. He is wild. Okay, let's do this for you. Okay, so last week we had a contest. Uh Morgan Hoffman. Where's Charlie? As he's known by us. Um, he made his return to the PGA uh, pretty impressive lots was said about him um, just how impressive it really was uh, even Brandel was talking about that he's going to make some noise probably in his next two starts uh, he finished plus one cut was at even kind of unfortunately missed by one shot especially a guy fighting for his life there you know comes back and he's only got three events and he missed by one shot Apparently he played so solid, like, and it's not, it, it can't be easy. I mean, he hasn't played competitive golf in, I think it was 500 days. So it's a pretty big deal. Um, well done, Morgan. One over. Wish he would have made the cut, but Jor uh, guess minus three, drum get, drums guess minus one, and I guess plus three. So Jor's the uh, farthest away at plus three. He's going to shotgun. I actually got absolutely suey there because I originally had said plus three. And then somebody tricked me into changing my vote. Oh, well. If you're that confident that you wouldn't have switched. So I yeah, stole I yours just to rub it in. Game. I stole I your know. answer just to rub it in. So I didn't, I don't know. I didn't really I appreciate that. Well, See if this works. No, it's not going to work. Okay. I was going to play Paul Brandt, but we'll just yeah. do it anyways. Cheers, boys. Actually, Cheers to Morgan, too, because, I mean, even though he missed one by one stroke, I mean, think of what kind of confidence he's going to have going into the next competition, knowing that he was that close, right? I think if he finished, like, plus 10 or 12 and way out, it might have been tough to come back from that. But cheers to Morgan, his return, and the next two starts. What works? So does what does he need to get to, like – Extend, I'll look extend into that for next game. week. Yeah. Actually, I won't be around next week unless we do it around Tuesday. We'll talk about that later. We'll chat later. TTYL. You okay? I'm back. All right. How'd that feel? Feel good? Uh, it was cold. I let it. Uh, let it, it, it. I can't think of the name uh, or the word. Oh, boy. Like what? <laughs> what happens when like uh, Pokemon? Uh, what? Like when they sit on their egg to hatch it? Incubate? Inc incubate? Yeah, yeah, incubate. I was incubating the Bud Light, trying to warm her up because they're pretty tough to do when they're cold. You chose Pokemon to when Pokemon sit on their egg. Uh, drums having a good time. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we ready? I got a couple too, <clears throat> but actually, it worked out good that we both had to talk about Kenosi. That checks one of mine off the list. Real quickly. Oh, okay. No, I'm going to save this for another day. That part. Hmm. Ah, screw it. We'll talk about it now. Too late. Chocolate milk. How do you guys feel about chocolate milk? Are we fans? 
I like it. Did we not have this conversation last week? Did we? Okay. No, I don't think so. Yeah, we might have, because I've been drinking it pretty regularly and loving it too. But anyways, yeah, yeah. let's go. Like you let's started on the small one and then worked yeah. your way up? No, I, I wasn't a part of that. What? It might have been just a conversation you guys had hanging out or something. Doesn't matter. Chocolate milk. You guys rolled for didn't... drinks the other night, weren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think Watch we would have been talking about that. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, shout uh, out to class. I don't know why I know this. No, just chocolate milk. I didn't ha- I didn't have a sip of chocolate milk for probably 12 years. Uh, in college, I used to go through like a four liter every week. Of chocolate milk? Stopped, of chocolate milk, yeah. It was, an, it was I would say that's an issue. It's a that's lot an, of milk. That's an addiction, I would say. And like milk's not good for you at all. So who? Doctors? Have you n- never seen the commercials about how it's good for you, Drummond? <laughs> it just says it does the body good. <laughs> I don't give a shit. It tastes good. It's it the has best some, marketing uh, campaign ever. Whatever. Milk. Okay, this is big. This is big. I got a couple of songs. You guys have heard a few of them, I think. But Morgan Wallen's newest song, I think it was just released on Tuesday, maybe. Ooh. It's called, uh, I don't know, even know what it's called. Oh, boy. It's called Don't Think Jesus or something. Hmm. It's, kind, it's kind of a religious song, but definitely don't be turned off by that part of it. Yeah, it's oh, called Don't God. Think Jesus. Honestly, one of the great, one of the best songs I've heard in a long time. It's so different. I, I'm a big fan of different kind of music, and so if, if I don't know if you guys have heard uh, Morgan's cover of "Cover Me Up," nope, that's his song, isn't it? No, it's a cover. But anyways, this song is very close to that. It's like a slower song. It has the steel guitar which is like my favorite thing, my favorite instrument, the steel guitar. And it even starts like the exact same with like a, it's almost like air being released. That's how both those songs start. But uh, anyways, it's just something I, I, I guarantee at least one person in this chat will really like it. But uh, Morgan's heading to uh, Craven this year, Morgan and Hardy and Blake Shelton. What a lineup. Maybe shouldn't be promoting Craven on here with uh, the country fest stuff, but Craven is going to be one heck of a time this year. Okay. Are you sure cover me up as a cover? Mm -hmm. I'm not convinced, but have you listened? I've listened to the original song. It's not, it's not great. It's not bad though. Like the lyrics are really good, obviously. Yeah. It's more of like a, it's more of like a ballad, like the lyrics and, but this, this new one of Morgan's is really good. So uh, if you like it, if you uh, have a listen, let us know what you think, or don't, whatever. I keep forgetting we're not really live, eh? It's hard to turn your brain from live to not live. <laughs> I was going to say. A, it does feel a little weirder, yeah. 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 Well, I think it's I think it's more this, um, like, this stream yard that, that makes yeah. it feel like that, because we've only ever done live on here, but. True. Uh, so speaking, of, speaking of that quickly, though, we're going to be doing, uh, we're going to try to do live shows every two weeks. So I don't know if you've been listening to them or not or enjoying them. But we're gonna keep doing that every two weeks, and uh, we'll see. We'll get some feedback on it if people like it. If they're if they're continually showing up, then maybe we'll switch it to every show. But for now, we're just gonna test her out every two weeks and and go uh, that way. So 
What else, Regal? I think next, if we're going to do a live next week, it's going to have to be on Tuesday. Uh, I'm okay. going to Toronto for five days on Wednesday next week. So, dang boy, for what? Going to go watch. Going to go watch the Jays for three games. And then you're going to Montreal in July too. June. June. And Victoria for Teddy Boy's tag. So I. It's all right. Must have made some bank on the house sale, did you? <laughs> no, the bank's got money. <laughs> Thanks, got money. That's Daniel's favorite saying. Yeah. So, okay, what do you guys want to get into? Over unders? I'm about to open this beer with a silver coin. You guys want to see? Oh, what? I hope it breaks in half. Well, just one more, it. just one more use for silver, hey? <laughs> it's never. Okay, let's let's get into over unders. Just wait one sec. Oh, you couldn't really hear it. I got an interesting one, I think. Okay. Let's do it. Do you think oh, back to G. playing 1,000 games in the NHL is overrated or underrated? Um, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like, should they like be the more recognized? Yeah. Just how hard it is to play a thousand games in the NHL. Yeah, so like everything about it, like everything about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Um, I'd probably still say underrated, although it seems like it happens like every night. Big, right. They do a big ceremony and they get yeah. the stick, but I, I don't know. I don't think it's really that common. We're just in a weird pocket right now. I think so too. Because, like, all these guys are from, like, that 03 draft. That was the best draft ever. Mm-hmm. So, and, but. That's a, at, that's a very good point. At the same time, the way that, um, like, the athletes take care of their bodies now, like, they could probably extend their careers for longer, too. Mm-hmm. But so maybe that also, just. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, so maybe this is just becoming the norm. Because all of a sudden we have. Uh, like those two guys at the top for um, the Ironman streak, and they're at the, going at the same time, right? But right. so, yeah, I'd still say underrated. It's a hell of a feat. But also, it's like, um, like uh, Jory, you you go, and then I'll I'll get back into it. Okay. I've been trying to think of what I would want to vote here. Uh, it's kind of tough. I'm, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say underrated. Mostly because of the toll that the game of hockey takes on your body. Like, I, I understand that those guys have, like, the, the high-end trainers, the high-end, you know, physical training every day. That's what they do. But that's a lot of hockey games, and that's a lot of – you know, taking shit every second night of your life for 15 years. Like, I mean, it's easy to, it's pretty easy for us to go to work every day and sit behind a computer and talk to people. But like those guys are literally putting their bodies on the line every night, not just with, you know, getting hit or like there's hundred, there's pucks flying at their faces, a hundred miles an hour. Like there's so many things that can go wrong on the hockey ice. They skate around on steel blades. (laughs) Like, It's not a it's not a sport like basketball 
or or I don't know. I don't want to shit up baseball. too many sports here. Or base exactly or baseball. Like Golf. hockey is Comfy a grind. Sports. Golf, yes. Like hockey takes a toll on the body. I think outside of football, it might even be up there with football, but those are two very physically demanding sports. And to play it a thousand times in, you know, 10, whatever it takes to play that, I don't even know what it would be. Over 10 years, it'd probably be 15 yeah. years, right? Oh, yeah. That's a hell Easy. of a long That's time. a healthy career. Yeah, like if you're if you're thinking those guys in the 03, we're a year, from, a year away from 20, so they're around probably 18 years in the league. Yeah, and they're all getting their thousands now. Yeah. Because I mean, it's kind of years you have – it's kind of interesting too. It's more kind of like the, the grittier players. Like it's not like the the superstar. Like I don't know. Did like Rick Nash get a thousand games? But more like the gritty yeah, guys, like Zach Parisi. Gets love. Yeah. Parisi. Do you think it's probably just My because guy. like the the high end players they maybe can't grind it out? Yeah, I think so. And that older age. Because there's always going to be that spot on the third line for those grinders, but right. you have to be elite to be on the top two. And if those guys aren't on the top two lines, they're basically – or Spezza grinds it out on the fourth line with the Leafs, which is kind of sweet. But Right. Um, yeah, I, I'm definitely going underrated. Um, Drums, you said as high performance they are now, they have longer careers, they're in better shape. But, I mean, it's also you got to look at it like as soon as they get past like that, the pocket there when they're really good like there is like 25 18 year olds that are ready to be in the nhl oh, no. yeah. it was it was never like that but those 18 year olds are in such good shape now when they get that to that spot that they can come in and replace them so to to grind out a thousand games now to actually hold your spot in the lineup is is impressive for a thousand games and then don't like if you think about it you're, you're playing hockey like even a rec league or or uh a senior league and i mean you block a shot in that and, and and i mean you feel it the next day and then like you don't really it's it's one of those things you don't really think about when you're watching on tv you really don't you just see a guy shoot the puck towards the net and it absolutely rifles into somebody's leg or into their arm and you're like oh it's just another block shot no you yeah. don't even think it hurt you're yeah. just like oh it's a block shot but like think about like a, a 95 mile an hour slap shot like you just wear it in the shin oh. or in the foot or in the arm and and those guys just like play the whole game and then they play again the next day. It's just to play a thousand games is, is unbelievable. And that's why I, I don't know. Like, yeah, could you imagine uh, taking uh blocking a shot from rip? And then the next night you're, you're taking one from Shea Weber or somebody like that. Oh, like those guys that kill from penalties rip and then go in the corner with Chara the next shift. Yeah. Jesus. That's just right. Yeah. Those guys that, that uh, what was I just saying? Well, the guys that kill penalties and just slide in front of shots, like face first. Oh my god, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But I, I would say under it. it, it's it's very impressive to get a thousand games. George, George got a happy four twenty banner going down there. That's why he's, that's why he's giggling away in the background. Um, I just wanted to chime in and say, like you guys were talking about how the 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 high end guys usually have a harder time hitting a thou. And I was thinking of why that could be, and I came up with a couple conclusions. This is just top of my head. One, those guys take a lot of shit from a lot of people. Like, every time they what touch the puck, they're getting slashed by somebody. They're getting uh, finished, you know, they're they're basically targets on the team. So any any damage that the other team can do to them is welcomed. 
right? So that takes a pretty big toll on their body. And uh, they're playing more. Like, think of a game. Think of, uh, you know, somebody like Rick Nash who's playing 20, 22 minutes, 23 minutes a game versus a guy in the third line who's playing, what, seven or eight minutes a game? So you you take their whole career over that and you times it by three, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Really yeah, good like point. the mileage that they put on. Yeah. Yeah, and it – it shouldn't necessarily be measured in games. You know, it'd be interesting to see them measured in minutes. Yeah. True. You think about a guy like uh, Scott Niedermeyer that was logging like 30 a game for. Or Ovi. For 20 years. years. Yeah. Ovi's incredible because he just. Like how many minutes does Ovi play? He's on, he's on every, every unit. And he's, he still plays like he's 19 years old. Like he crash and bangs everything. He's just a, he's a truck out there. Yeah, he is, there. and he everybody averages, knows exactly where he's going. I think we've said it a couple times on here, but he's just going to park his ass, same spot every time, and just get fed. He averages twenty minutes and forty three seconds a night. Ovi still Ovi does. Yeah, that's higher than I thought it'd be. Pretty impressive stuff. So that's mine. What do you guys got, Jor? What do you got? That was a good one. Good discussion. This one won't be as in depth of a discussion. This one is uh, actually I just came up with it right before the show because I had a few on on my list, but uh, I forgot about it. Like I need like an over underrated uh, notepad in my pocket. Anyways, the question is: big water bottles. Ooh. Also, this one has a King Golf sticker on it, by the way. Yeah, that's actually King a King Golf, Golf water bottle. bottle. Buy it from the website. (laughs) So I would uh, consider this to be like a medium-sized water bottle, okay? But like, think of the ones that like girls haul around or see that one. Yeah, I'd say that's a medium one, like Easton, like the big, big ones. Oh, for fuck! (laughs) You spilled. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got to clean up an aisle one. I thought I heard that. (laughs) You could hear it. Clear as day on there. <laughs> okay, so what do we figure? I'm gonna say underrated, honestly. Um, really? Okay. That big? Oh, that big? Uh, yeah, I would say so because you'd get like to the bottom of it every day. You're drinking a lot. Okay, but if you're at a stationary desk, it doesn't matter. You don't need to carry it everywhere with you. She does, but um. Like you just drink more water. That's that's the way it is. And there's nothing, in my opinion, there's nothing better for you than drinking water. I agree with that. That's true. That's a good point. We've lost drums. He spilled his water, showing off his bottle. What do you um, say? Oh, I don't know. I was gonna say over, but you got me thinking a little bit. No, I'm I'm sticking over. I'm sticking over because it's like too much. It's too much. Like you might as well carry around one of those world of water. <laughs> You're just carrying out a big four liter. Just put it on the. No, that's not, not a dolly. That's like a dolly and wheel it around. Yeah. Aren't they four liter jugs? No. No, no four gallon a... jugs. Sorry. Four, four gallon. gallon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just have your own little cart you take with you. You got like a beer helmet hooked up to it. Like with a straw, <laughs> it's just like cord I mean, running all the way up your body. It it honestly just reminds me of like 
the people or the gamers or the workers or the truckers or whoever it may be like, if that's where you're worried about is sitting in the same spot for a while, like who, who basically pee in a bottle or something like that. Like if you're, if this size of water bottle runs out for you, like, I think it's okay to get up and walk around and refill it. You know, I think that those, those other water bottles are good though, in the sense that, uh, Easton could actually fill it up at home here, and, and then, then and day. then she might not have water to drink at work, so she has it all day there. She works at school. There's like not a that she doesn't have water, but it's like I don't know. Is it? Maybe they didn't go that good stuff. You know what I mean, though. Somebody's here right now. This is gonna be really awkward when they walk up to the front door. Do you, and I'm sitting here. Do podcasting. you remember? I don't know if water fountains are still this way after COVID. I don't remember the last time I drank. Oh, it's Easton. Okay, but can we talk about, like, man, how cold, do you remember putting, like, your mouth up to the water fountain and you're, like, your lips are, like, touching it and, like, basically everybody's lips that oh, yeah. came through that building that day touched that water fountain? Yeah. There's always a kid that's oh, yeah, your lips puts his mouth it. over Gross. it. I mean, we, we're still here. We lived, so couldn't have been that bad of, a deal but i just can't picture that now in today's world you know we're pretty messed up but we're here i guess that yeah. could that could account for a lot actually yeah yeah let's not dive too okay, far into that so, so regal says under i say over drums you're the tiebreaker i'll say over as well uh it's just too much i do understand maybe if you're if you've got a busy job like a teacher like uh like yeast and you may maybe don't have time to fill up your water or remember to fill up your water because you got so much other shit going on. I understand it that way, but that's, I don't know. They're huge. They're clunky. You look like a goof dragging that big ass thing along. <laughs> Mainly for that reason, I'm going overrated. Like Easton asked where the water bottle is and like, you should be able to see it through one window in the house because it's that big. Right? <laughs> like if she took that on an airplane, like she'd probably have to, that's her carry-on. Check it, yeah. Oh, that's her carry-on. No, you. I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Drums, what are you going or are we going segments? Is that? You, you both talking. Uh, okay, you guys got to be truthful on this one. We For always this are, year, baby. Uh, overrated or underrated? Toronto Maple Leafs. This year? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll get out of the way quickly because I haven't watched a single game of theirs. So I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably still overrated. I mean, there's no there's no time where the Leafs will ever not be overrated. Uh, I will give Matthews a lot of credit. I was talking to Mertz about it. I didn't realize he had so many goals this year. So I, I got to show some respect to him. But, uh, I mean, I'm just – I've had 20 years of TSN talking about the Leafs every opportunity they get, and they're, they'll never be anything but overrated to me. So. There's my honesty. It's very fair. I I got a tough time with this. Uh, like Jor, so sick of TSN, man. You open it up and it's like Leaf Star Matthews drank a glass of chocolate milk this morning. <laughs> Good and for it's him. Like, it's like down below, it's like Canucks win six games to keep their playoff hopes alive. <laughs> but Matthews had a Matthews had a glass of chocolate milk this morning. It's like okay, they. Beat the fuck. 
fucking dead horse, man. So bad. And they make people hate the Leafs. And there's no reason to hate the Leafs. It's true. There's absolutely true. no reason to hate them. You don't hate any player that's on that team. You only hate them because the media makes such a big deal about them. That's the only reason. Amen. Like, Matthews might be one of the most likable players that I've ever seen. But it's so hard to cheer from because every time you t- you flip to TSN or Sportsnet or you see on Twitter, that's all people talk about is how good he is. And it's like, man, look outside. There's a lot of other good players too. The Leafs are sick to watch, though. Like you have to admit that. So I, yeah. I'm not going to say, I'm still going to say overrated by the social media outlets. But you can say you can go with par. I mean, Birchie, Birchie no, kind of no. tried to end it, but you can go. Par <laughs> I'm not going with par because they are overhyped by not over. I'm not going to say overrated. I'm going to say overhyped. They just it's not an option. It's TSN not an option. needs TSN needs to stop doing what they do. They have to. They have to find a way to just <laughs> cut it out. They have to. <laughs> oh, they do. It's a as joke. a fan. As a fan, I'll absolutely agree with you guys. The dick riding of the Leafs nonstop <laughs> from every outlet, um, like it's nauseating even for a fan. So. I can understand why people hate them. This year, they've statistically had like the best record they've ever, best year they've ever had on record. Uh, More guys breaking records and team records are are being broken. So they are putting up like their best season of all time for that storied of a franchise. So they're finally earning the, the attention, you're saying? At the same time, it doesn't matter right now. They've put themselves in a position where as great as those those accomplishments are, it doesn't matter. It it's it all boils down to the playoffs. So like if if they if they do have any kind of success in the playoffs, I think you can look back and say then it would be more uh, like celebrated and more kind of bring them back up because they actually did live up to the hype in that sense. Yeah, so I'm still point. saying overrated, but they could potentially get to where they should be. Right. Um, Didn't see that coming. Yeah. Or did I? At this point, like the way the last five or six years have gone, like seven, eight, nine, ten, it doesn't fucking matter what happens in the regular season or with those guys. They have to win a playoff round. They have to do it. Like it's like, and I think as soon as they do that, they're going to win a ton of playoff rounds in the next few years, but they they just have to get that first. It's, It's unreal to even talk about that, but and let's be honest, like they don't get any, they don't get any cushy first round matchups like some other teams do. Like they're they're playing Tampa, Boston every year in the first round, which is crazy. Right. Yeah, like, still win one, win one time. But yes. then if they're that good, then then Boston and Tampa are thinking, oh god, we got to play Toronto. But like Montreal last year was ridiculous. Yeah, true. Columbus true. was ridiculous. Like, true. yeah, they they brought it on themselves to some extent. But yeah, like the the overblowment from both uh tsn and sportsman is just ridiculous yeah i agree okay quickly before we switch to our segments here and look something up see what we got here just give me one second those at home those in the chat uh, just give me one sec here nobody in the chat bro we're not live so Nobody in the chat. Okay, we're going back into the matrix. Let's see if this is a word. Can you guys see this? Overblown. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. 
I don't see any dictionary references here, so we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll try shortening it to blown mint. <laughs> <laughs> we can get some good shit coming up here. This shows, it shows JD on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're back. Okay. Good enough. Rigo, what's Stroke Saver tonight, baby? Stroke Saver, uh, I got it from Lou Stagner Golf, like the the stat, the golf stat guy. It's it's just his tweet was one percent of all amateurs in the whole world are scratch golfers. They 1%. make one percent of all amateur golfers are scratch golfers. All make, amateurs or all golfers in the world. Amateurs, like anybody but the pros, are scratch golf. One percent are scratch golfers. Well, think about how. I mean, it's probably not too far off because think how many pros there are compared to amateurs. Like there'd be, you know, one to ten thousand probably. So I don't think it would make a big difference, right? Anyways, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. They make four point seven bogeys per round. Who scratch golfers? 4.7 bogeys per round. Really? So his tweet was manage your expectations. And it's such a common common theme. And I mean, you look at that and you think you're going to go out and, and shoot even every round. It, it, and it's not it's not a reality. I mean, for, for a lot of people, right? And I'm not saying just you're going to shoot even, but just know how tough the game is. If, if it was easy, man, like everybody would be doing it right everybody would be a scratch golfer everybody would be on the pro tour like just manage your expectations know what your handicap is and know like uh i guess a, a a good example of that would be a lot of guys that i play with always say like oh man if i just would have made those three four foot putts or if i would have made those three easy up and downs i would have been 78 and it's like well yeah you, you definitely would have been but that's why you're a 12 handicap and not an eight because you miss four of those per round. It's, it's not a, an uncommon thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And after every round, everybody can say that, that they, they did that. And that's why your handicap is what it is. That's why your golf mm -hmm. game is the way it is. So I guess just to piggyback off that. Um, so if say that the difference between you shooting 82 and 70, 78 or 77, were those routine pitch shots that you just you should have made but you didn't make or it's the five foot putt that man i should have made that so then you're like okay well i gotta get my game in shape i, I gotta go i gotta get i'm gonna go practice i'm gonna i'm gonna really get it going for this weekend and you go and you just hit like five of every iron at the range and then just rip drivers or just work on stuff with the range Meanwhile, you tell yourself after every round that you play, oh, man, I should have made those two up and downs, those routine up and downs. Do you ever go to the chipping green and hit those shots that you missed? Like nobody ever does. And it's just if you go there and you actually practice those, it, it just becomes instinctual almost that you're going to make those up and downs. Whereas if you don't practice them, yeah, you, you're going to miss the odd one because you're not in game shape, we'll say, for those shots, right? So, um I guess it was a double stroke saver, but yeah, like practice your weaknesses. I mean, lot so many people don't want to practice their weaknesses because they're not good at it. They want to go and hit. If you can hit a flop shot, you want to go to the putting green and hit five flop shots in front of people and be like, "Oh, see that?" But I think it's a big ego thing, right? Oh, hundred yeah. percent it is. But if you just actually practice 
what you struggle at, your game would improve so much. Yeah. Because after a round, nobody's like, oh, I wish I would have hit this drive 10 yards further. Mm -hmm. 100%. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Every time you think of like how you could have improved your score or your round, it's always a putter, like a short putter, uh, a silly shot you made around the greens. That's where the shots, the strokes really add up, I think, is around the greens. Around so. the greens. Oh, man. If you get up and down every time, like such a difference. But, oh, like, but no one, realistically, like, I'm not going to leave my house to go to Mulligans to pay $10 to go chip and putt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but then don't complain that you don't get up and down during the round. True. Like, I agree, but it's hard to, to yeah. It's, and I'm, there's, I'm not even, I don't know, I even know how many people like even get enjoyment of spending the money to go practice and that's what you practice. I don't see it. Like, I'm, I'm under the impression that the only way that you can actually learn the short game isn't at a, at a range or like a, you know, mulligans type thing is like, just go out and play, like go on, on the golf course. No, you don't think so? I don't I disagree know. with that for short game. Do you? Okay. That's interesting. Like that, that's where I learned to, to chip was on the golf course. It wasn't at a range or a practice facility. Cause a, a lot of the times the greens are like, well, I'm, I know I'm thinking of like weed city and mulligans here, like specific to me. So for, I mean, it's a little bit different in the city and, or in Gilbert, for example, but like I learned by, you know, hitting hundred yard shots, hitting 80 yard shots, hitting 60 yard shots. And, and then you get, that's how you develop the feel for things. And that, that directly ties into the, right around the green with your chips and pots. It's all, it's all just kind of feel. And I, I just don't get that from a, a practice facility to range or something. Cause you can't hit those same kind of shots. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying just go play and expect to get better. I'm saying like, go to the course, like at night, if you ever, if you're a, a member somewhere, go out there and, and take 10 balls and just hit them from a hundred yards or 80 yards or whatever. And just do it that way. No, that's what so I'm look, talking about. Yeah. Like, I guess I'm, that would be practice for you. But I think if, like, if people in Brandon heard to go practice, they'd go to Mulligans or something. Right. Right, right. Just hit chips from two feet off the green for, half an hour and expect them to be you know even then um if you i'm not saying people are ever going to do that but if you are to do that don't focus so much on results don't worry about how close you put it to flag like work on actual like like feel and technique for the shots it doesn't matter how it is around the greens you could shit you could chip in your yard and work on things you don't need yeah. a big facility i'm just saying true. To get the that's field. true that's of, true. Of the club at impact. That's what I'm saying. You, you need to practice because it's, it's a big, it, like, it's so important. I mean, my short game, I would say is probably the, the best part of my game. So it saves me probably like four to five shots per round. Easy. No doubt. Like not even questioning it four to five, every single round. And, and then I, I golf with a lot of people who hit the ball good off the tee. Uh, they're good iron players. And then they get around the green and they just, they have nothing. And they, it's just, it's such an important part of the game. It's unreal. Like so many people can hit it down the middle and then hit it close to the green. But if you're not getting up and down, you're still making bogey. You, like it's just, I would say short game is the most important part of golf, but that's, that's my opinion. And it doesn't get practiced enough. True. Very true. Puttings. I don't know. I feel like this, will, this could be a longer conversation, but. Like putting's hard to practice. I th I feel anyways, but I I don't know. Like I that's just my perspective of things. Like I never really know what to be practicing. Like yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. It's a different kind of, it's, it might be a different topic for another show, but yeah. yeah. Anyways. So I guess the moral of the story is there, Rio, because we kind of went kind of all over the place. I would say yeah. a few different aspects. Okay. Yeah. You're saying well, you're once, once kind of tied into what you were saying, what do you it think is. like the, the average, um, like handicap is for like all of golfers? Hmm. Mm, good question. I would say like 15. Would be so? average. That'd be yeah. my guess too. 15 to 18. There's a lot of high handicappers and a lot of people who don't even have handicaps that would be high handicappers. True. It might even be higher. It might be 20. Oh yeah, it know. might be higher. Are you I'm thinking it, it would be. I'm thinking it'd be I'm thinking it'd be at least average. 20. Average for men is 14.2. The average for women is 27.5. But that's people who have handicaps, right? That's not right. like the average yeah. golfer or the average of the all the golfers that ever play. That's the people who have handicaps. This one says average a male go for 16.1. So what? Yeah. Let me measure that. I don't know. Whatever. It's all good. But I would say between 14 and 14 and 16, like I said, but it's all good. <laughs> what so do you got, Reggie? Coming? Sorry oh, to conclude there. You're saying maybe reflect on reflect on your round to see what you could have improved, right? Don't assume that you're you need to fix your driver every time or your irons like uh, maybe reflect on your round and say where could i have safe strokes and then work on that mm -hmm. like to figure out how you can improve that part of the game because there's there's usually going to be a consistency there it's not going to be like one day you're i don't know four things like if, if you golf by yourself or or you just like keeping track of stuff like four real easy things to keep track of would be fairways hit greens hit putts and up and down if you make the up and down or not. And and that kind of tells you at the end of the round where your strokes are, are going. Yeah. Right? So. But I, I just really liked when you said, like, think about, you know, because when you're actually talking about where you could have saved strokes and mm -hmm. where you think that you should have, yeah, I think that there's a lot of um, information that you can actually, or intel that you can get from yourself yeah. just by yeah. thinking about that, you know, mm -hmm. without having to record your stats and shit. Yeah. So I think that was a good one. Okay, drums, what do we got? Uh, I got two quick ones. First one is a, I don't need, it's it's also a little bit of a tip. Did you guys know that oh. uh, Netflix has games on it? No. I guess it's kind of more, I guess, interactive shows. So it's like you can pick and choose your own endings, how the episode ends, and it will kind of direct like Goosebumps. where the film is. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. Um, but also with that, there's a, a trivia game show on there that I recently got addicted to. On Netflix? Yeah. So we it, it updates daily, and we've been uh, we've been killing that. So you get night. to play it? Yeah. Oh, you can ask, you win money? ask your questions, and it just pops up. No. I don't. Oh. Can you win, win anything? No, you just play to don't you guys remember that app on your phone that you could play trivia and have a chance to win money? I don't know if they actually paid or not, but that was the thing for like a week. Yeah, you had to like get to like it's so many. In oh, yeah. Yeah, I forget that? what that was called. But it might actually be because the the show is based off an app, so maybe they're all tied in. But but yeah, so it's, it's updated daily so that you get like a new um, like series of questions like some are like hollywood questions or based more based off of netflix was a series 
and uh, yeah, we've been killing those. And then my other one is uh, a Twitter follow that I came across the other day, and it's called Chaotic Nightclub Photos. <laughs> so you remember, like when like Houston's or other bars would take pictures and they'd be, yeah. yeah they'd be posted on facebook and stuff like that so it's it's like pictures of of these and like they they'll, I, I yeah they must because like there'll be a guy like on fire in the background <laughs> or there's like a group <laughs> photo and the two like there'll be two couples and like the the girl and the guy from the opposite couples will have like makeup and, and lipstick all over their faces like it's just hilarious <laughs> hilarious photos and tied with it it's got videos too so it's like it's yes. like just people just doing rant like guy doing a shot and then gets hit in the face with a chair like just insane <laughs> videos that were like what just happened so, so i've been killing a bunch of time so it's those. called chaotic nightclub photos yeah yes love that I like it. The, okay. uh, the trivia where you can make money was called HQ. Right. HQ trivia. Yeah, I think this, uh, the one on Netflix, I think it's called Trivia Quest or something like that. Mm, trivia Q and Trivia Quest? HQ. Could they be HQ? Could they be related? Could be. Okay. The both are trivia. Time for, time for 2P and Coladas. And this could be potentially the last edition of 2P and Coladas. So. Put this oh. in your history books. Why? I don't know. I've been thinking about it, and uh, we had a, we had a, a two pina coladas that that got taken off air a couple weeks ago, and there was it, there was a conversation about whether it, it ties into golf or not, and how it all kind of goes in. Um, and also, I'm actually going to be starting like to kind of tie into the business that I'm that I'm working on right now. I'm going to be starting like a YouTube channel. So I'm thinking that I'll put most of my stuff on that channel instead. And I'll obviously keep people posted. Whoever's watching the kingdom, they can hop over there if they're interested. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of in between continuing and just maybe doing a quick version of like what I'll put on my own YouTube channel, potentially if, if people are into that, or I'll switch to like more pro sports, financial or like new technology within sports and golf and stuff like that. And the occasional, crypto bitcoin kind of deal i don't really know yet I, I would actually be interested to see what people would like to hear because if people are, are enjoying the two pina coladas and learning about this stuff then i'll keep doing it obviously it's just hard to know for sure right when you never really get any uh feedback on it so if you're listening to this and uh have uh an opinion or a perspective or just a comment on it i would really appreciate it because we do this stuff to obviously to you know to say what we want to say but we also want to provide value to people and, and give information that people could benefit from so uh my ask i guess of the audience would be to let me know what you what you think i should do i don't know what do you guys think quickly you don't have to decide obviously but what do you figure both would be kind of cool i think it just kind of depends on you know one would be more related to golf and one would be kind of the same road a little bit different like outside of golf and it seems like a lot of people are are okay with that but I'd, i would still like to know what people think yeah no i think even like having your own in that realm makes sense too but yeah. i don't i don't mind it on here at all yeah me either okay well we'll see maybe I'll I'm try just, to like i still don't even know why we've removed that one but that's off air combo well i but, mean it was something that you know it was like i don't know it doesn't matter right now but 
So anyways, tonight I'll give a quick explanation of uh, uh, all the two pina coladas thing. So it's tonight is going to be about maybe if you're if you're looking to get into crypto and uh, you don't really know what you're doing, though, and you kind of want to start sniff, sniffing around a little bit. I thought you were going to uh, start kicking around as you were going. <laughs> um just a few i guess general points over like tips or i don't know like what I, my guidelines of what i follow when i'm looking in for a, a crypto project it's really simple two things first one is scarcity so is there a fixed amount of the coin yes or no if there's not they can make as much as they want they can mine as much as they want it's exact same as our current dollar we have now. It just doesn't make any sense. The code has to be, in my opinion, a fixed amount. Otherwise, it's inflation. It's inflationary. So look it up. It's if you're looking into a project, you can go onto like Coin Marketplace or like Coin Gecko, and you can click into the project you're looking at, and you can see like their market cap. You can see their uh, circulating supply, and look at their maximum supply. So if they have a maximum supply, that means it's a fixed amount. If it says NA or not applicable, then they can make as much as they want. To me, that there's no value there. So that's one. Um, and, and some might say NA, but there's actually like a, a point where they will max it out. But So you might have to dig a little bit deeper, but that's just a good rule of thumb. And two is does it have a utility? So Bitcoin has utility. It uh, it's peer to peer transactions, no intermediary, uh, sends very quickly anywhere in the world. It's it can be used as money. Um, Theta has utility. They have six patents. Uh, they have an NFT marketplace. They have partnerships with Google, Samsung, Sony. They have a technology that's actually it's a company that just operates on the blockchain. So there's actual utility there. There's a use case for it, right? Um, Dogecoin is, I would even consider to be, have that a utility because you can transact with it. People pay each other with Dogecoin and it's fast. It's very cheap to do. And it's just a way of paying each other. Dogecoin does not have a fixed supply though. So that only ticks one of the boxes. Um, but that's kind of it. I don't really want to get too much further into it without confusing people. So if you're looking for something to get into, that's what I look for. Does it have a fixed supply and does it have a utility? Because if, if it has both, there's a there's a decent chance that it'll be around in 10 years from now. Because that's what you want. You want something that you're going to invest in now. You're going to put your hard-earned money into. And it's going to be around. It's not going to tank. So there's a lot of bullshit out there. Look for real projects. Love it. Love it. I got to figure something out so we, I can start investing with you too. I'm your guy. Yeah. Got some stuff going on. Got some stuff in the works. So I'll keep everybody posted here as as things are confirmed and, and kind of uh put into into use or work. So that's that's that cool stuff happening in the world. Kings have fallen short five four. No, really? It's left. It's it's done. Done? Oh. Just ended. Uh they tied or they made it five four with three and a half minutes left. That's why I was kind of uh you can see my eyes going down there. They're still up 2-1, aren't they, though? Still up 2-1. They, they just yeah. need to split there. Uh, that means game five will go uh, Friday or Saturday in Dauphin, which is, makes my weekend plans. But mm, Interesting. Maybe I'll, pop, maybe I'll pop into the Dauphin. Who knows? 
Well, boys, is that it for tonight? I would say. I would say so. Probably. It was a good episode. We had a really yeah. slow start. We had a couple of issues off the hop. Uh, yeah, I was off the rails for a while, numerous times. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's 420, baby. You know what? We might not have a 420 edition for, what, seven years now, six years, whatever it may be with the leap year. Yeah, that's true. So maybe next year for 420, we'll like switch it to be Tuesday or Thursday. And maybe, get, we will. and maybe we'll get a little bit further into the 420 next year. But yeah. anyways, it was nice to uh, be able to like focus on the podcast tonight. It's awesome to have uh, people who have been coming in and stopping by to chat. Um, but it's also this is also a different kind of thing. You can you can really focus on what you're talking about, have a conversation without being distracted. Um, and so we're going to keep doing a mix and match. So if all goes as planned, we'll see you guys on next Tuesday, right? Yeah. Deserve. Okay, drums. See you boys. Take us out of here. Let's get out of here. We will see everybody live on YouTube or wherever we else on Twitter, live Twitter live, Facebook, we're on Instagram live. We're everywhere. We're on, we're on Instagram live. If you haven't heard of Instagram live. Just Google it. <laughs> we, we were live. We were literally live everywhere. And uh, we will be again next week. Uh, yep. Do we know a timeline? Probably 8, eight o'clock-ish. Hey, yeah. hey, Just one check last our King Golf uh, Instagram account. One last thing. I usually thing posted here. on there that day. These headphones I had tonight, I didn't have to wear my uh, big headphones. Um, I was actually at an airport and obviously forgot my headphones at home. Uh, I was in one of those airport uh, stores, paid $28 for headphones, um, get onto the airplane, and the uh, my iPhone 12 did not have the jack that these have. So these have actually been sitting in my closet. Uh, I found them when I was moving, and I was like, yeah, I might as well use those for tonight's episode. So That's they fine. finally got their, their first listen after uh, three years. Uh, <laughs> here they are. They made it. Love it. Right now, I'm making their appearance. All right, boys, let's get out of here. Later. Peace. Love you. Love Cheers, you, boys. Oh, well, I got to end it. <laughs>